May Allah's blessings, mercy, and peace be upon us. We thank Allah, we believe in Him, we rely upon Him alone. We ask for His help, we seek refuge in Him from the evils of our actions. Dear respected brothers and sisters, the most special aspect of human beings in the realm of existence is undoubtedly that he is the addressee of revelation. This is the most important quality that makes us valuable and honorable in the sight of Allah. Another great blessing given to the person who is the addressee of Allah's word is that he is equipped with knowledge. After the creation of man, he soon became acquainted with the concept we call knowledge. Our almighty Lord taught Adam السلام, the names and the truths of things. Thus, mankind has been enriched with knowledge because in the verses that follow, we see that Adam السلام, gained prestige before the angels and deserved respect thanks to the knowledge he was equipped with. But with knowledge, comes great responsibility. The responsibility to know, discover, make sense of, and improve both our own existence and the world we live in. The responsibility of distinguishing truth from falsehood and using our knowledge for the benefit of humanity and the world. The transmission of divine commandments as well as the granting of knowledge of the realm of existence to the first human being and the first prophet leads us to a key point. And that is the inseparable unity between divine knowledge and worldly knowledge. On the one hand, attaining Allah's pleasure and the hereafter and on the other hand, improving the world with experience and wisdom. The verse I read is a unique point of departure that will open the horizon for us in order to revitalize the balance between man and nature, between this world and the hereafter, by amalg amalgamating divine knowledge and knowledge of the universe. Having the ability to know, learn, and teach is a unique blessing that our Lord, the Al-Alim, offers to humankind. In fact, it is human nature to use our minds and be inquisitive about our own existence and the universe we live in. For this reason, the Quran emphasizes reasoning, thinking, understanding knowledge and wisdom many times. In other words, the main objective is to pursue knowledge and truth. Being on, on the path of contemplation and knowledge with a clear mind 
is the definitive line that separates a believer from a person who is ignorant. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala distinguishes between the disbeliever and ungrateful person and the person who seeks the mercy of his Lord. Are those who know equal to those who don't know? From this ayah, we can derive that not only do we need to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we need to learn all worldly knowledge, as these two are valuable in the sight of Allah. One of the main aims of Islam is to teach people the ways that lead to the truth and to eliminate ignorance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes this upon all his servants, even since the time of Adam alayhi salam. This is possible with acquiring knowledge and wisdom. A believer is one who rejects ignorance. He understands the revelation, improves his own self-development, and reaches his true purpose of creation only through contemplation, knowledge, and education. A Muslim is a person who takes the side of knowledge and aspires to knowledge and wisdom under any circumstances. Every Muslim is a scholar of what he knows and a student of what he does, what he does not know. No two days should be alike for a Muslim. The Prophet Muhammad gives us the following advice on this subject. Become a teacher, learner, listener, and if you can't do this, then at least support knowledge. The Prophet brought a love of knowledge wisdom and learning to the first Muslim generation through an educational institution called Sufa in Medina. Although knowledge has an intrinsic value, it finds its true value and meaning when it can be transformed into action. What really matters is that knowledge produces benefits for religious and worldly life in the way of Allah and for humanity. Knowledge that does not produce positive results in our actions and behavior or is used for evil is a blessing that is not appreciated. For this reason, a believer does not carry his knowledge only as a cultural wealth. Instead, he applies knowledge to his whole life by acting on the truth he knows. In the words of some scholars, knowledge is tree and the deeds are its fruits. Our gratitude for knowledge should encourage us to, to take action. We can show our gratitude to blessings such as sight and hearing only by using them in their proper sense. Because when these unique blessings, especially in the mind, especially the mind, are used in the way of knowledge and wisdom, 
they fulfill their, re their real purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَاللَّهُ أَخْرَجَكُمْ مِنْ بُطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ شَيْئًا وَجَعَلَ لَكُمُ السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَالْأَفْئِدَةَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ Allah brought you out of the wombs of your mothers while you knew nothing and gave you hearing, sight and intellect so perhaps you would be thankful. Let us recall Prophet Adam السلام, again. As soon as he received some words from his Lord, he gave life to these words by immediately using them for good and turning to his Lord and repenting. Then Adam learned certain words from his Lord, so Allah accepted his repentance accepted his repentance. The thing that will increase the value of human beings is the proper transformation of knowledge into practice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Iman and Ilm together in Surah Al-Mujadala and talks about raising the ranks of both the believers and those who attain knowledge. Our Prophet once explained the value of knowledge to his companions. Whoever sets out for knowledge, Allah will make the way to paradise easy for him. Angels open their wings to students of knowledge because of their satisfaction. The main goal of the Quran is to educate and mature people who were born with, without knowing without knowing nothing, and to bring them to the responsibility of always thinking and contemplating. In other words, the main trial of a human being in this world is the, reali is the reali realization of his potential to become a khalifa, that is, a responsible human being. According to the Quran, Life gains value with faith, knowledge, and action. Neither faith, which is not reflected in behavior, nor knowledge, which does not contribute to a person's moral development, is of little importance according to, according to the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands our Prophet والسلام, to say, Rabbi zidni ilma. My Lord, increase me in knowledge. Our Prophet ﷺ obeyed this order and invoked his Lord. O oh Allah, benefit me, with, benefit me with what you have taught me. Teach me knowledge that will benefit me and increase my knowledge. The source of knowledge is undoubtedly Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, who teaches mankind that he does not know and how to write with a pen. The first verses revealed to the Prophet والسلام, demand that when reading it must be done in the name of Allah by, remem by remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We believe that the main purpose of ilm 
is ma'rifatullah that is to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to know Allah the almighty what makes knowledge valuable is that it is a door opening to the Lord's pleasure truth goodness and beneficence in this respect Islamic civilization is a civilization of knowledge a civilization that brings together divine revelation and the revelation of the universe throughout history Muslims have been the pioneers of science and seekers of wisdom in all the geographies they have lived in inspired by the Quran and the life of the Prophet in addition to religious sciences they took groundbreaking steps in many in many fields such as geometry astronomy and medicine they have ingeniously established a connection between the unshakable principle, principles of the religion they believe in and the magnificent rules of the universe in which they live by bringing together physics and metaphysics knowledge and wisdom they have followed a path that will lead people to righteousness in this world and to success in the hereafter. They wrote many masterpieces that left their mark for centuries and enlightened both their own era and the eras to come with the knowledge they produced and the inventions they made. Let us remember the first few centuries of Islam, Baytul Hikmah, and other centers of ilm and science. The point we should not forget is that in the background of such a civilization, there was a vision that sees religious knowledge and worldly knowledge as two verses, blessings and the trusts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that complement one another. Building this world and the hereafter are not alternative to each other. Rather, they are two major responsibilities that people should simultaneously have. The prophets saying, work for this world as if you will never die. Work for, for the hereafter as if you will die tomorrow should be the arch principle of a Muslim. Essentially, Islam does not despise the world worldly knowledge, but opposes worldliness, secularization that pushes the hereafter, as, the hereafter aside. Our religion does not oppose the sound and clean mind, but rejects the mind which has become a prisoner of their own desires. Our religion does not oppose science, but opposes the understanding that sees it as the sole and absolute guide to life. Therefore, knowledge deprived of divine meaning, wisdom and depth is not power, but a burden. While knowledge opens the doors of goodness and well-being in the hands of those who see it as God's blessing and grace, knowledge that is deprived of divine meaning, morality and wisdom can turn into a tool 
that destroys human beings and the universe. In that case, our duty as Muslims is to know the value of knowledge and education and to convey the ethics of knowledge to our generation. We must realize the responsibility that our faith and history impose on us. And we must, we must always have a Muslim stance who reads, contemplates, researches, researches and seeks wisdom. We must embrace knowledge in order to protect our future from all kinds of material and spiritual destruction. We should introduce our generation to the pioneers of our civilization and teach them that the foundations of modern sciences and technological inventions were led centuries ago by Muslim scholars who brought faith together with wisdom and knowledge. We should present leading figures who dedicate their lives to the good of humanity based on faith, knowledge, wisdom, and action as role models for our youth. May Allah make each one of us from those who love knowledge and those who use that knowledge for khair, for good. Ameen. ألا إن أحسن الكلام وأبلغ النظام كلام الله الملك العزيز العلام كما قال الله تبارك وتعالى في الكلام وإذا قرأ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون